So, like, take off to the great white north. Beauty. Beauty. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Jeez. Take off, you hosers. We don't have to start now, but I mean, you know, like just in general, I guess. Let's no, 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 dude. Listen, I'm so, so glad that we were able to record because, um, you know, uh, as a credentialed media member um, that I am, uh, Kyle Clifford going back to the buds. Yeah, this is an emergency episode, dude. We haven't done this in a while. Um, so after, after 16 games, he returns home. I was yeah. just gonna, I was just gonna like fake introduce this podcast to the least podcast and all the fake names that have come up just like ultimately were real actual least podcast. Oh yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so I, I didn't want to like buy dumb losers. <laughs> okay. I don't no, want to be it's true though. Anything, but no, be negative. Be negative, dude. Here's the a, thing. Yeah. It's more like a dumb fucking okay <laughs> okay i'm not trying to get canceled man um, well, he is. what is this haters not hosers yeah. it's haters yeah we're gonna have to redact that um don't redact yeah, that i <laughs> fucking hate that guy <laughs> welcome welcome to the scotia bank maple leafs mm-hmm. uh yeah like basically um designed by ck like, what I say like that? Seat gig, seat Um, there was a period of time where I think it was like a road trip game that Robin and I were playing when we were um like driving out east, probably. And we were like, Oh, like, do you think there is a blank and then your choice of genre version of Oh Canada? And we went for probably a solid 10 minutes. There's like dubstep versions of Oh Canada. There's like all these different things, right? And quite literally, any name that you could come up with, there is a, a adjacent Leafs podcast, right? Um, and uh, that's that's a lot. There, there's yeah. just there's a lot there, and I don't know if there needs to be fifty. Uh, and we can say this because we've had the podcast since 2017, right? Um, yeah. I think we haven't even hit episode 100, but yeah, we've had it. It's for been four, yeah, but we will, and that's what matters. We've um, our stripes, that's true. Thank you, Carter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, what's what's going on, guys? It's been what, a couple of weeks since we last recorded. What's popping? Least, yeah, weeks. have we just recorded one? No, I think I it's was... been two, three weeks, maybe. Did he just interrupt me, Chris? Sorry, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Thomas got remarried in this time, so he's he's now yeah. he's got a fucking attitude. Yeah, yeah. His I wife got, didn't want to leave him after renewing the vows. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, like, yo, yo, yo. It's like wearing two condoms. Okay. <laughs> he can say that. Condoms. I can't say that. <laughs> most useless person on the planet. <laughs> oh my god. Only sailors wear condoms. They should. They go port to port. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I told Emily. We're double raft now. <laughs> Um, so I'm at Holy uh, shit. Okay, that's a lot. Um, we're at Tim Hortons right now, or by we I mean myself and you guys, uh, Jason. And they have a sign that says we can hire you full time starting at fifteen dollars, and if you work the mm-hmm. afternoon shift, you get an additional seventy five cents. Wow, well, that's Crazy, more than right? I made blogging. So I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> Thanks, Nation Network. Yeah. Uh, can I get a medium coffee, two milk, one sugar? That's it. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Does she have to consent uh, to being on a podcast? Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to waiver her. 
Yeah, jeez. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, that's sued. fine. I'll give her fifteen seventy-five oh, and okay, say <laughs> no. Minimum wage is going up, man. That's crazy. It's still good, not enough. It's still no, not it's definitely not a livable yeah. wage. I agree. Yeah, man. But like, I... you got forty in Toronto being like, oh yeah, like <laughs> I don't know why I'm making him sound like that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like that though like a little gremlin he does. yeah he does um uh, no it is funny <laughs> what like people think what jobs have minimum wage because i remember talking to my current boss now about me yeah. working at starbucks and stuff and how like long i worked there and she was talking about like how like oh it must have been so good to work there and i was like no she's like oh didn't yeah. don't you make like 20 bucks an hour i was like no i make minimum uh-huh. wage yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh-huh. like it's not like an expert like a skilled trade or whatever like, whoa not whoa like... <laughs> whoa you've obviously never seen them make a crazy guys cream yeah fucking thomas uh, is there breaking news the nhl is hiring for a media planter and a media planner in toronto what does that mean uh, i'm not qualified a media planner position is a contract uh located in the toronto nhl office um no, I can send it to you guys yeah. if you want. No, I'm okay. Um, yeah, you develop media plans, presentations, and mock-ups for NHL partners. Build, process, mm. and file insertion yeah. orders for partner media campaigns. Guys, this is right up both of your alleys. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like me exactly. This is they, just account management me. 101. No, and they're just yeah. like, so Chris, like, tell us, like, what's your reach on social media? And I'd be like, oh, I have like four no. followers for this week's Twitter not account. A community. Um, they're not looking for a community manager. They're not looking like looking for that like tiktok kid that oh okay i can do the orange julius dance from fortnite no so it's it's an actual big boy job that they're looking for it's in toronto and it's so right up sorry um okay fine i'll apply it's all it's basically just a project manager you guys can both do that that's your thing i don't have a thing (laughs) i don't We've gone over this. I don't have a thing. <laughs> yeah, you have a thing. You're like the that commercial. My thing's sound effects. My <laughs> thing's dinosaur sounds. <laughs> Here's a two rex. Uh, Chris is, is pig squeals. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You guys like drop for a cowboy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Me too. Um, and not just a two minute of a machine. The other shit too. Um. What was I gonna say? Fuck. Sorry, um, I mean to cut you off. Starbucks, no, fifteen bucks an hour. Is about oh well, that was whatever. That was a short story. Um, but I was gonna talk about like working for teams and stuff because it seems like a lot of NHL teams are putting out like, um, hiring positions now more for like data people. But like, it is funny how yeah. like a lot of like not very dumb people, but um, like yeah, kind of, of people. Well, like little like innocent like. I don't know, Twitter accounts or whatever in my own little like world that I see would like, oh, I want, I would love to work for a team. Like if, even if you're an analytics person working for a team must like suck. Like you're like, sh- get, you get shit. I on. bet you like, work your not, ass off. 99, 99% of these fucking sensitive Twitter people could uh, not get handled getting oh, rinsed no. by a fucking professional. Awesome. I'm not even talking about them though. I'm talking about like just in general, but Great. like wanting to Have work a for a team where it doesn't feel like I don't know. Every job sucks, I guess, but it does feel like you don't really get a lot of like job security unless you're very, very good. Like even yeah, in, like the stats yeah. world, like the wild also, let go of like um, Andrew Thomas and I was in Mandriki and like, and then it was like, yeah, um, yeah, and it was just, like people just like drop off the face of the planet. The least have kept people for like multiple years, but it is just like it's yeah. not. I think I think you, know, you have to like any any job like you'd have to be like really oh my god guess who just fucking scored sorry who mario ferraro your your friend oh nice is he still lying about being a student what (laughs) what sir you played in the nhl last year oh anyway sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you i'm watching a wild sharks game no 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 that's a story for hosers after dark one day um did we already talk on the podcast no oh shit. dude i will there is gonna be one day where you know how there's like people that are like oh one day i'm gonna write a book about all these stories um (laughs) i might like do a podcast like segment on some stories someday but uh 
if you think that people want to read your book, you're fucking wrong. Just saying. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I think like anything, you have to be like passionate about it. Right. But at the same time, like, do you love something so much as a fan that you wanted to be your job and then maybe not be the thing that you kind of fell in love with? Right. Like, I think at some point, some hobbies should just stay hobbies so yeah. that you're not like associating it with work you know what i'm saying a lot of there's there's also like a big psychology in sports hiring and stuff like that like a lot of like a lot of teams specifically are reluctant to like hire lifer fans like some are like way on board but a lot of ones like looking to make changes or if they're doing an overhaul or like a rebuild or things like that they'll like like they'll ask in their interview if you're a fan or not and they'll stay away from people that are fans because there's like, there's obviously going to be an innate bias to your performance and like your outputs. Right. And yeah. so it, it's interesting and that's to read. Fair. That's yeah. I think that's totally reasonable, but like, or maybe it's like a part-time thing, you know, like I remember, I think it might've been one of my parents said to me, like the more I was getting involved in hockey, like coaching and scouting and whatever, like, Oh, do you think like, you're not going to enjoy hockey as much? Cause it like starts to feel like a job. And to be honest, I don't do either of them enough as much as I do my actual career. So it's always felt like a bit of escapism from, you know, my, my nine to five, you know what I mean? Um, but I don't know, Thomas, I could see you doing that. I think I might like, uh, well, I don't know, like, uh, like that stuff. I have you know, to learn like, how to drive first. Yeah. I mean, the jokes write themselves. Yeah. I told myself uh, I wasn't going to make any more of those jokes after our last episode. That's Carter fine. and I talked about it. We said yeah. no more, no more bullying. No, I'm like, uh, bully I'm like Kevin more. on the um, office when he was like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. I think with like, when I was like first getting into like writing and then I was obviously like approached from the stats angle, I literally like downloaded our studio and like was yeah. fooling around with it. I was like, I this is such a lo- big learning curve to even yeah. just like attempt to like be competent in stats where I would oh, like yeah, not sure. even fucking like know what I'm doing for if actually like if I had to present data or whatever in a smart way. Um yeah. but like so it's interesting and like I I can get it and I feel like it'd be I don't know. I wouldn't be able to do all like the math stuff, obviously, but also I'm not that big of a, like, I I'm not that big of an ego that I would think that I'm actually good at it, like better than other well, people at doing it. So like, it's just, and sure. other people work their ass off with like, with the shit like that. So yeah. like, I, I don't know if I had the free time and like was able to just not work for like a year. Sure. I would get into it. Like, <laughs> Well, and so it, and it's funny you say that because I've got a lot of time for people that like devote their like life to these things. And I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I feel like some of the biggest people in that like kind of stat sphere, um, you know, like they may be like teachers or they, you know, they may yeah. be data scientists or right. And then like hockey, just, you know, they, they take an outlet that they might use in their like daily lives and just apply it differently and it's funny because like i use tableau as a like in my current job um for like work purposes um and and for me i like you did the same thing downloaded like our studio was like oh you know what i'm gonna like learn what these things are and it was funny because the more i got into like prospect evaluation and scouting and stuff like that the less I started to care about it, because quite frankly, there's people that are doing it way better than I'd ever be able to do it. Why wouldn't I just understand the work that they're doing and support their work, the work that they're doing, whether that's like a Patreon or like donating or whatever. And then I can focus on the shit that I actually care about, not trying to be an expert in things that I don't have the bandwidth for. You know what I mean? See, Chris, that's a very mature approach though, because not everybody in the internet thinks that they can admire without having a voice, right? Yeah, and I I think like, but you can still be like Carter and I, and well, the three of us have talked about this like so many times. The three of us are the type of people where like we like to be active contributors into the things that we're involved in, right? So active contributors at our work, you know, we all come from the music scene playing music. It wasn't just good enough to go to shows. It was important that we were 
learning an instrument, playing shows, you know, you know, booking shows, uh, you know, making merch, you know, those different types of things. Like we all have that kind of spirit. Um, but I also think like, I don't personally, uh, I, and you know, this might bum me out, Thomas, but I felt like the more I started to understood, like understand the nuances and all of these stats and understand when they were applicable in times where they probably weren't. And I was going to rely on my eye test and experience that way. I, I, I kind of fell out of love with it because I feel like there's people that can use them and it's like subjective. They're still balancing out what they're seeing on the ice, what they know about the player. Um, and then the people that are just like, well, this thing in Tableau tells me one thing, so it must be true. And there's no other variables, you know, kind of lending it one way or the other. That's some of the shit that drives me absolutely crazy. But I'm going to step off my soapbox. Back to you guys. Well, no, um, I'm the first to, I'm the first to like admit chatting with you guys that I get, I get lost in the weeds like more than anybody. You know what I mean? Like it's the fact that I've lasted this long in a fucking hockey podcast is beyond me. You know, it's, like yeah. it's I I like leaving, and I I like it because a lot of the time when I go silent, I sit back and I listen to you guys because I appreciate it. But it's it's not it's not my wheelhouse. Like I've I've tried like oh maybe I'm gonna get into stats or maybe I'm gonna get into like the deep weeds of prospects or like for me I, I like I like watching hockey. I like the I like like my upbringing in hockey and like that influence that it had on me. And I also like the business of hockey. Right. And so those yeah. are the things that interest me. I like reading about stats and reading how, like how they're integrated into the larger scheme of things, but down in the weeds, I, I like listening to you guys talk about it, you know, rather than me trying to play in a space that, that I've given the old college try and it just doesn't work for me, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I don't have any, like desire to work for a team and even like from the the stats point of view i guess it's just like i would rather i don't know i found like storytelling was like the major reason why i watch sports anyways like and then uh um, yeah, sure and then also with like with all the stats of like what i mentioned off the top like you're you're like work your ass off to then like get shit on by like an nhl gm like do you like everyone's vying for what like three teams are like yeah forward thinking that actually listen to their stats dudes like yeah and maybe not even that much like it's the leafs which like i don't even know how much like they have a huge department but i don't know how much like they actually take into consideration um right signing yeah. and shit like that but uh and then like and then also yeah and then it's like seattle but they're like a new team so of course they're going to invest heavy into what's like the hot thing and then try to get from that angle and see if that works. And then you have like the penguins with Sam Ventura. And then like, he just got promoted to the assistant general manager for the Sabres. Like I think our assistant to the gen, I don't know. No, he's assistant GM, assistant, um, assistant yeah. to the regional manager. Yeah. But yeah, the assistant to like, the regional GM. So you assistant. could follow that. De- you could follow the, <laughs> that development path or whatever. You could follow that path, but then like, it takes so much to like actually do that Eric Tolsky, Sam Ventura path where it's like only a couple of people have actually done that and, and well, hockey and or think, any sport. And like, sorry. Yeah. And, and like, no, no, even, ahead, even guys like in Colorado, like Eric Parnas and like, if, if these are names from like 2010 stats, Twitter of hockey, Twitter. And like, you like, they're so active. Um, like Dawson Mercer was, is the first guy that got real, really hired by a team. And it was the Avs. Um, he was Dawson de- Mercer is a hockey player. You're thinking of another Dawson, my my guy. Dawson Springings, that's his name. There we, there it is. Uh, Dawson Mercer. Uh, yeah, he's, he's the QMJHL. yeah he uh, here, Devils prospect, right? That's correct. Yeah, Kings prospect, Devils. Um, Devils. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and like, so what did the Avs do? The Avs signed Jack Johnson this summer. Like, do you think Joe Sack is listening to these dudes? Like, probably not. Like Eric Parnas does power play yeah. stuff and he did a lot of power play. And obviously like the Avs power play is good, but it's also like they're good because they have Nathan McKinnon. Like, yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's just like you work your like so hard to like, what is your job? Like, I don't know. It's, it's what is the goal of doing that stuff to like 
maybe say yes or no to a trade like yeah I don't, I don't know it's it's just it's just tough to see and like have that as your aspiration even in mm-hmm. like even in the most like data driven sports like baseball like all those dudes that have a data side are also like lawyers or player agents went to Yale or Princeton and like wear half zip up fleeces for like their their lives like they came out of the womb that way like it's just like they're all the same dude so like so you're really going you're... after Carter with that Is it... oh, sorry with your with the team low though didn't go to Yale or Princeton yeah there you go <laughs> um <laughs> so boys if I like interrupt you uh I'm sorry I'm driving so I can't really see the body language that's a bit okay. of a challenge you know what I'm saying <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think I agree with everything that's been said to this point. Um, I just think that, you know, there's a, um, uh, okay. Yo boys, hold on just a quick second. I'm going to drop and jump back on. Okay. My internet's all fucky. Please hold. Yeah, no, it's, I like from, like one end of the spectrum, I feel for people that want to like na- naively get into it because like they're either in for a rude awakening or one of the best things that ever happened to them, right? And you, we need new thinking in sport. Like it's like the NHL, the MLB, the NFL, um, the NBA is a little removed from it because it doesn't seem to be as much of an old boys club as the rest of them. Yeah, But I feel like there needs to be some like some winds of change in in the uh like in that back office like professional world right um and so i like i really do urge everyone to who wants to try their hand in sports and the business of sport go for it we need new thinkers in sport obviously um but it's 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 funny like how intense it is and yeah like it's some people think like oh it'd be like i think i would fucking hate working for the habs (laughs) like yeah like it's just it just seems like a stressful situation to like put yourself through for i don't know what the salary is but it all comes down to that like i'm not i don't i want to get fucking paid if i had to get stressed as hell and now there's two chris's on the call um anyways double chris Hacks. uh yeah anyways we don't have to talk about this for much longer if you guys don't want to but it's just, yeah. it just all that being funny. said there, there's a media planner position open in nhl toronto <laughs> office I, there, there's one more point i want to make but this will i'm really good at eye calendar is that what it, <laughs> they don't call it that anymore my guy no, my on my phone it does okay well it is what it is oh yeah probably on your phone that's true that tamagotchi that you're using as a phone um, oh okay i have to bring up clips? my phone i have to bring up my phone later say what you're gonna say okay. chris i was just gonna say and it, and it kind of pivots a little bit but the thing that's most interesting to me is that people with very little like um i don't know if subjectivity is the right word but like people that are not necessarily going to understand both sides and they just see hockey very black and white from like an analytical lens and there's a few people out there that are like that which is fine but Mm -hmm. then you know Tortorella has this comment about McDavid about how he like needs to change his change his game a little bit and then you got the internet going nuts and they're like oh you're surprised I'm surprised I haven't been canceled for that yet that they're going to have to change their game. And like, we literally talked about it. And I know we caught some heat from some people that listen about our conversation about McDavid and how um, I don't think that right now um, he's a great captain. Right. And and although it's a different conversation, I think what's so interesting about it is that you're going to tell a guy who's won the cup, who's, who's had a successful career. Yeah. He's got some, opinions that are maybe a little bit offside um you know on certain things i don't think that this is one of them i completely agree with what tortorello is saying and it's not to say that the best player in the world needs to change their game but i i think you can still have your game and your game can still mature right i mean we we forget that a lot of the all-time greats stevie y is the one that kind of comes to mind here um, had to change his game so that the team would win right and um, I don't particularly think, like, I mean, yeah, McDavid and Dreisaitl's numbers this year speak for themselves. They're outstanding. 
Um, but at some point, Connor's going to not need, like he, he can't be boo-boo face all the time when the team doesn't do well. And his composure, I think, suffers when they're not doing well. I know it was and, interesting them talking about the relationship with the refs and everything the other night. I'm not sure if you guys and, caught that segment. Absolutely. And they, they don't call all the penalties on McDavid. I agree with, with parts of that conversation for sure. Um, yeah. Especially if you look back at some of the tape and some of the instances where, you know, there's a solid two penalties every night that don't get called on McDavid for one reason or another. Yeah. Um, but I also, but also think they're, they're not going to call it if you're going to go cry to them or whine to them whenever, like if you're going to cry wolf every time. Like I completely get, like I agree. What I think it was BX that I was talking about, like, and this is the thing that you're kind of like, this is where I agree with you where people are so black and white and they don't realize the other things in hockey. Like you have to make, you do have to make a relationship with the refs that you're seeing every day or else they're, they're going to let you suffer for it. Right. Like there is well, human error and yeah, human exactly. decision in it. And it's like McDavid's definitely going to have to change his game on the ice. Like we've talked about his style of play and, We've been talking about it for months now and like, he's going to not only have to change that, but he's going to have to change it off the ice and his relationship is not only like his players and his team and his organization, but with the refs and with like, he, he needs like a 360 shift in my opinion. Sorry. I don't mean to talk about McDavid. (laughs) No, no, you're good. It's not the same comparison, but I think it's similar enough, but like the same type of shit we saw with, with Crosby when he was, you know, really at the same stages in his career as McDavid's at where, yeah, like, you know, something wouldn't get called and he'd bitch about it or he yeah. would like yell and scream and bitch at the ref. And, and McDavid hasn't done that to the same degree as Crosby, but um, you know, one of the variables that you can't solve for that you can't, you know, fire up tableau and try and make heads or tails of it is the relationship with the referees, what they're going to call, what yeah. they're not going to call. And, you know, knowing me, there's probably some stat, like uh, referee for 60 um, that exists that, you know, can kind of project some of this, but I, I, that, that was kind of the last point that I wanted to make. Is it's that- funny you say that though. Cause I, I, I remember hating Crosby. Like Crosby's one of my, obviously one of my favorite hockey players. Like when I talk to my, talk to the guys that I'm coaching, I say, you want to learn how to protect the puck? Go yeah. watch Crosby tape. Stick like your if, ass out. Stick you your ass out. Use your them. legs. And like, I think he's one of the smartest puck protectors that will ever play the game. Like I, I love watching Crosby play. Um, but I, I didn't even think that I hated him. Like it must've been, when was he drafted? 2004. So it must've been like 2007 to like 2010 when he was going yeah. through his whiny phase. Couldn't stand Absolutely. him. I couldn't even turn on the TV if Crosby was playing and now yeah. I love him. So I, I hope for McDavid, he goes, he's kind of going through the same, like, rebellious teen years you know what i mean and like we're gonna see like a very mature poised like obviously he's gonna be like one of the greatest players that or he is one of the greatest players that ever ever play the game but i it, it's scared to think that he's gonna mature and get better and i hope that for him because i yeah i didn't even think of that i hated crosby for a few years at the kind of at the crux of his career there yeah yeah i agree well, and Thomas, like your thoughts. Well, Crosby's I oh, fuck. Um, like McDavid's not a good defensive player. He's actually no. negative. So like, take all that away from him. Like it's 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 tricky because he is so good offensively, and, but it's also sometimes just empty points. You know, like it's it's. I don't know. It just doesn't feel very. That's the thing. You shouldn't real. be that good offensively and have those negative defensive numbers. Like it, something's not adding up. Well, yeah, like you could, I would right now, I think I'd rather have not right now, maybe, but like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. Like I, I'm a sucker for defensive hockey or two-way players yeah. that can play both ends. Like the Couturier's, the Arison X, the, those kind of yeah. centers that I'd rather have them on my team than someone that like excels yeah. at a power play opportunity. And it does suck that like, for a team that wants to win on the power play, like McDavid's drawing like some of the lowest power, like penalties in the league right now. But it's also like people just see those numbers, but I don't know the context. Like, has there been that much this season? Like I'm not watching the Oilers. 
So like I don't yeah. know if like well, they're they're doing well. <laughs> yeah, like they're winning game still. Like I I I don't know. It's tri- yeah. it's tricky. Like McDavid's so good and he does all those highlights and it's crazy and it's so good to watch him. But then it's also like how much of this is like I don't know if you go to basketball like uh, Russell Westbrook putting out triple doubles on like yeah. on a losing team. Like it's Here's just a, like yeah. you're getting those points. You're getting those points, assists, rebounds, whatever. Yeah, and like your team still falls. Like you're still a minus on the court because like. When you're on defense, you're not trying because you yeah. want to get that, or the, you're like cherry picking yeah. those rebounds, or like, and maybe David McDavid's cherry picking the like the thing, and maybe it's also like the players around him. Like, if yeah. if a team understands that he's so good offensively, like he is the best offensive player in the league and has and might be yeah. ever, like, then build a team full of like, and signing Zach Hyman is a perfect example of a of a good yeah. move, and maybe that's why they're winning now. Is that right? Get those complimentary guys and especially on the blue line that can move the puck like they don't have good like good defensemen that are complimentary to mcdavid right now like if they had if they had players like a like a a muzzin in his prime maybe not right now or like a jared spurgeon that can move up the up up the ice or like uh i don't know ryan ellis on the flyer or like prime ryan ellis or whatever right guys that are just solid can play so much like I don't know. Like maybe it'd be completely different. Like it. Like I, I, I do like the Hyman, like Pooley RV McDavid combo, like in yeah. McDavid's defense. Um, right. But also, if you look at Yamamoto and and uh, Nugent Hopkins and Drysaddle, like I would take that line over, or yeah, I would take the like that line over the McDavid line. Like it's, Jesus, you're crazy. Sorry. <laughs> well, no. Like uh, I'm in the camp that Edmonton needs Drysaddle, but they don't need McDavid. Wow, like it's spicy. Drysdale is playing better th- this year, honestly. Like that's what yeah, I mean. Drysdale's a more complete player though. Now, no, that, I I feel like they're the same player though. Not maybe not the same, the same with player. speed and stuff. With okay, I mean like the same way that they're like starts to score again. Fuck. Um, same type of offensive production. Same like offensive production with no like like below average defense. Like they're yeah. that, well, yeah. but I I think he I think Drysaddle was ter- more has been terrible defensively as well. But yeah. this optics, season he's all optics. Right. He looks he looks like he does more on the back end of the ice than McDavid does. At least for I could be I don't wrong, know. But, but I haven't seen the Oilers. But watching watching Drysaddle versus McDavid, I I'd take Drysaddle over McDavid. This I'd, this I'd, is like this is like uh, remember. Thomas, when I wrote that, this is like the root. What? What are you saying? Hockey right. wilderness, like two years ago, about um, Joel Erickson Eck and how everyone was like, "Oh, he's never going to be offensive," and he needed to like round out his game, and now he's seen as one of the best like two two way players in the in the game, right? Like yeah. they they figure it out, right? Like if McDavid really wanted to put time and effort into being more defensively responsible, um, it would happen, right? And we've seen that with Crosby. Like, there's all these stories about how every season and he would pick something he wanted to get better at. And then, yeah. you know, the next year his face-offs were incredible. And the next year his shot was better. And you know what I mean? And it, it, it's interesting. Like, I, I wish that we could hear more of those stories. Like, what have people been working on on the summer? Yeah. Or in the summer, rather. Uh, because I wonder, like, how often we'd see them improve the thing that they said that they were going to improve on. Um but, it's, a, it's a mindset though and it's like it's it's mental mechanics like it's you can yeah. teach it like a fast skater can back check it. like there's no doubt in my mind that like mcdavid like do you guys remember the dj metcalf when he like caught him from 60 yards back and yeah, yeah. like he popped the ball like mcdavid could do that to anybody in the ice like you know you yeah. have a hard time like he, he would have a hard time catching anybody from blue line to blue line like he's the most yeah. like explosive skater in the NHL, but it's hard to like shift the mental mechanics to like teach a fast player going south how to come north and be effective north, right? Like because he can come and catch up to the play, but he yeah. needs to learn how to do something in that play, right? Like it's it's and that's like maybe as a I don't know, like I I always said like like how Subban was a useless defenseman, but put him somewhere else. Like he'd be a more productive hockey player. Right. Um, maybe 
take McDavid off of the center and people stop focusing on his defensive production. And he's like, the only reason why he's suffering defensively is because there's a defensive component to that role. Right. Like the only thing that you have to do as a winger is basically tie up the defenseman in his end so he can get the puck and go down to the other end of the ice. Right. But they keep him as a center because he's fast and he can get himself out of position to go catch up to somebody. Right. And so like he either has to like shift his mental mechanics. So he learns how to play the game um, in his end of the ice effectively and appropriately rather than just being fast and big um, or he sure. sh- shifts where he plays on the ice from a position standpoint. So people are stop People stop pitting the defensive stuff against him. Right. Right. Well, no, nobody said, took... go ahead, buddy. Oh, no, I was just saying nobody, has this conversation about Ovechkin because he plays on the wing. Ovechkin yeah, has been like a negative player at points. Like, yeah, but no one has these conversations about Ovechkin. All they're worried about is his fucking is his goals. points is his goals run, and that's well, because and when he like trucks people, <laughs> we like yeah, that too. But no one, no one is having the conversation about Ovechkin that they're having about McDavid, and because there's not a defensive component expected of his role to be really frank, like it's like, if you're a winger, your, your only defensive component is to make sure that their defense doesn't get the puck and that's it. Right. As a centerman, you're expected to go in all corners behind the net and smart and play smart, effective defensive hockey, as well as smart, effective offensive hockey. Right. It's the hardest position to play. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true. It's true. That's coming from Carter Lupel defenseman. Yeah. So, now you know. Um, I was gonna make a joke about how Subban took the offseason to work on slew foots. Um, oh yeah, because that's and, a problem. And his TV career. I actually can't believe how fucking dangerous he's been as a player. And not dangerous like he lost foot speed now. Oh jeez. What's that? He's lost foot speed now, so he's like trying to make up for it by being physical, I guess. I just like I yeah, that's a example of somebody who's you know maybe learning the wrong things (laughs) what falling from grace (laughs) oh i missed what you said there that's funny yeah i don't know i don't know it's a mess i don't really want to get into like some diatribe about suban i just wanted to make a quick joke and move on and i'm sorry fellas (laughs) um thomas what what were some things you wanted to chat about tonight my guy my dude my friends I don't know, man. Your rookie had the hattie. Uh, your rookie had the hat. Yeah, your rookie had the hattie the other night. Yeah, he's been all right. He literally, actually, literally, as we're talking about that, he went after Andrew Cogliano and just like filled him in. Um, oh, cause really? Because they're, they're losing two nothing. Um, yeah, he like so, went at, after the whistle. Like while Cogliano was already down, he like <laughs> went over to him and like <laughs> held him down, just like filled his face in with fists. Um, oh my goodness. Anyways, um, yeah, things are going uh, kind of mediocre, I guess, in the wildlands. Um, it's been, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been. Would fine. you say that they've been the Minnesota Mild? Yeah, like I guess there. Uh, I was actually going to write something tomorrow, possibly, because I um, about just how like they might be lucky that they don't have to rely on their rookies to like rescue them out of a, any slump or whatever. Because they might yeah. just be able to do that and just like bank on Matt Boldy returning from injury, which he might be playing for making a season debut for the Iowa Wild uh, this weekend. Um, yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. They're 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 a tricky team to really figure out. Um, like, what are they right now? Ten and four, I think. Um, yeah. Which is like still so good. Like, it, I understand. Yeah, it's like, a great record. Yeah. So. Uh, and they're like, yeah, Shut top, up, Thomas. <laughs> they're like top of their division right now, and I'm complaining about them. But uh, they're so negative. Jeez, <laughs> are they like second in the West? Uh, they have 20 point. No, they're tied with Calgary for fourth, for third. Sorry, uh, tied for okay. third. Anna, Anaheim has more mean. points, but they have played more. Oh, if you go by, yeah, and Anaheim's a wagon this year, man. Which doesn't make I any sense. I think Anaheim's. I think Anaheim's going to make the playoffs this year. Sorry, the Wild are second in the West by points percentage. Only the Oilers have more. Oh, so can I get an apology for being right? 
Yeah, sorry, Chris, you're always right. It's okay. Yeah, thanks, buddy. No worries. Um, I'll, let it, I'll let it slide this time. Yeah, thanks. Uh, uh, Anaheim has three ahead. OT losses, though. Like, it's yeah, so fucking weird. They're plus 13 goal differential. What the fuck? Wow. Okay, so let's What's do this. Let's spend a minute talking about the teams that we didn't think were going to be very good that have actually been pretty You want to go so around far. the league? Yeah, I'll start with maybe we can start. Uh, with whenever we say one by one, this ends up going. <laughs> Let's go oh, by one by one to say hot or not. Okay, guys. Oh, we could do hot or not. That's no, cool. I'm just okay. joking, bro. Oh, I'm just forever. joking. I hate when you guys do that because you guys know I love like a, just a scrub of the entire league. And yeah. then it's like 1 a.m. and we're like, all right, and that's the Calgary Flames. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, um, we can't do that anymore. Well, mine's been Detroit. I, it's nice to see Detroit having an okay year. Yeah. Yeah, they've been good. That's uh, that's it. I like watching Tyler Bertuzzi play. I'm glad he's uh, back on the ice and he's and he's being a contributor and that they're leaning on him a lot this year. And I think it's he's uh, he can handle it. And he's well, only for some games, though. Yeah, well, I was going to well, say yeah. not the ones in Canada, but. <laughs> so. <laughs> he he has been good. I think like Lucas Raymond yeah, is obviously good. like such an exciting story yeah. i think it, like the calder trophy is really his to lose at this point um Lark- which is larkin's also much. larkin's also had a banner year yeah larkin's look good i think like as a whole they're they're just starting to turn the corner a little bit yeah. um i feel like similarly to anaheim which i know we just kind of touched on is that um they're getting they're getting good production from people I may like maybe didn't expect to get good production from like gets right now um, yeah. with the ducks, for example, oh, yeah. what is he at? Like 17, out. 17 points or something like that. Yeah. He's like a point per game. Yeah. Oh, yeah he's he's insane it. right now. Yeah. He's doing awesome. So I think like, that's kind of an interesting one. Um, yeah, like Terry, there's, what the fuck? yeah. Troy Terry, obviously I think is, got like this crazy point streak i want to say it's like 13 or 14 games or something now um he's been good and like troy terry is like a perfect example of like why you shouldn't give up on prospects right away because sometimes they take a little bit of like getting going and and what have you but i think that uh they've been good what's impressed you about detroit carter uh well like you said they're turning the corner like they've had such a rough few years right they just couldn't Anytime you watch a Detroit game, you thought you were turning on the AHL or something, right? Like, it it was just, it was just like unenjoyable, like non cohesive hockey. And it seems like they finally found a squad that they're excited about. And like, they finally have like four lines that they can roll, like, or like count on, you know what I mean? And so it's, I don't know, I I just, it's like when, um, when we say like, the league does better when certain teams are doing better. And I think it's nice to see like Detroit doing better finally, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, I, I even had fun watching them beat the Habs the other night. So it was, Whoa, that's, how you, who is that's, how, that's how you know they're doing well, right? That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. What about you, Thomas? Uh, yeah, Detroit's good. Um yeah, I've I've liked them. I don't think they'll make the playoffs or anything, but like they'll still I don't know, they might like get a lottery pick randomly or anything. Um yeah, honestly, when it comes to Anaheim though, like it is funny that like you're talking about prospects and stuff, and like they have like Sam Steele and Mass Comptois have been like kind of weird. Like just they I feel like they debuted like way too early. And they've kind of relied on them to like just fill out their lineup. And now they're kind of getting that getting rewarded with some of those picks and some of those prospects, but also guys like I feel like Jamie Drysdale needs like actual time in the AHL. Um, I don't know how old he is. He would he have to go to OHL? He's 19. Uh, 19 so he would. Like no, he they've, still, they've got that like weird rule where they can go to the AHL right now still. If they Kinda played like, 22 games, which he played 14 last year, so he wouldn't actually be able to go. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Okay. 
Yeah, if if you played 20 games or if playoff no playoffs, he's only 17. Um, yeah, anyways, I still feel like he needs a lot more development. He is probably the worst overall defenseman, like defensively right now, one of the worst, anyways. Um, that actually has some potential and isn't like probably not Ben Harper or whatever in the league right now. Um it just hasn't looked good from what I've seen. And I've kind of watched some Ducks games because I've been up later, but it's just it's not going the way that I feel like he should. And he went up really fast. Like even when you talk about development and guys, and like we've talked about it a lot and with you guys and um, kind of the path that people follow, he only has two seasons of OHL hockey in his belt, under his belt. So he's like a prime example of kind of COVID just fucking everything up for him, I guess. Cause he probably would have stayed in the OHL last year and played his third season. Um, but he was still good enough in the NHL to play 24 games, but it was on that like weird precipice where I feel like he should have been in the AHL, like the whole season and kind of just hang, hung out there. Um, I don't know. It, it's, it's tricky. Cause you always, always want to get your results with these guys. And I don't know how many minutes he's playing, if he's playing up the lineup or anything. Um, but like, it's, it's tricky to like, I don't know, I guess, like, have a feel for these prospects. And, like, yeah, he's playing 20 minutes a night, 2033. Like, it's still really relying on this guy. Um, And I just don't see it right now where I feel like – and I'm worried that he won't – like, it'll be one of those instances where, like, he won't be able to catch up while he's in the NHL. And a lot – and obviously, like, a lot of development happens in the NHL, obviously. Like, you could – turn into a very good player when you're like 23, 24 compared to when you were a teenager, if you made it, if you made your debut that early, but it's just like, especially for a defenseman and a high pick like that. And someone that's shown so much potential, I feel like um, he could just be better and more suited with (laughs) getting more development. That's my thing on Jamie Drysdale. That's your that's the tweet for today. That's, that's my tweet for today. It, it's just it's um, hard. Yeah, whatever. Do you guys want to hear me order a hot and ready for Robin and I, or should I mute myself? Do you guys decide? Go for I was it. Say, are you going? Are you going to every place today? Uh, no. Listen, it's been a long night for both Robin and I, and um, I want Little Caesars so bad. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get a hot and ready. I am going to mute myself. I don't want you guys to know what I get on my pizza. Well, you can only order a few things for hot yeah. ready. I'm going to guess, oh, okay. I'm gonna guess cool. you're getting a Canadian. I guess you guys just want to continue fucking bullying me. Okay, cool. Cool. Wow. Cool. Cool. You guys are pricks. <laughs> oh, you're getting I'm out of the car to, to do it. Getting a fucking... Yeah. Oh, you think it's a drive-thru? I don't have drive throughs yet. There's an in Oshawa. There's a little Caesar's drive-through. That makes sense for hey, Oshawa. How though. you doing? <laughs> Good. Can I get a medium cheese pizza? Oh, what a fucking. That's fine. I don't freak. mind waiting. What a freak! You're getting a cheese pizza. Uh, can I get a couple things of crazy bread as well? Can I get a couple things of crazy bread? <laughs> Do you guys bread? have any garlic dip right now? Oh, it's back in stock, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those ones are kind of gross. Yeah. No offense. So I just, oh, no. I'm a garlic guy. Uh, so can we get like Chris, you're a married those? man? Should be great. Yeah, heal. Yeah. And uh, Rob, that's going to be all things. We're going to tell Robin. Great, yeah. debit. And, and I can just sit out front and come back in like 10 minutes. Beautiful. That's you great. Say, I'm going to I'm just gonna gonna say work call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, that's okay. Thanks again. I'll see you in 10. Appreciate it. Wow, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually uh, the prime minister. So Of Little Caesars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were you guys saying? I just heard you both talking shit the whole time. <laughs> Fuck both of you. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. What did I do? That was weird. Like, what bothered you guys? The cheese pizza. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with cheese pizza? I don't know. Just... Might as well get something else on it. I got in my car and said, fuck you guys. And the guy beside me thought I was talking to him and started chirping at me as I was getting in my car. This is a bad day <laughs> for CK. Yeah, he's like, what did you, you say? Lie. And then you I lie. sat down and looked over at him. I swear to God. 
Oh my God. God. But serves him right. Cause he went into little Caesars, pick up his food with no fucking mask on. And then oh, okay. I think he realized I was talking to people on the phone and now he's laughing about it. Oh, Barry. I don't know what you that go, guy and is. You're like, ass. actually that uh, gentleman sea bass over there said he'd take care of my meal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I should do. Um, <laughs> No, I don't think my order is that weird. Just medium cheese pizza and you get an extra bag of uh, the psycho sticks because what I like to do is take an extra couple of pieces and have it as um, like uh, things that I can dip my soup in tomorrow Mm. when I have my lunch. So I think that's actually the right move. What's your pizza order, Thomas? Fucking no Um. G1. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You're cry now. Um, it was a hot and ready, but then you had to sit with it on your lap on the bus. <laughs> okay, that is actually funny. That's like I, some of my best material, truly. Because I've actually done that one time. Uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah, Emily really wanted uh, little hey, stages, and there's... Uh, no, I'm just waiting for my food. Oh, you're trying to back in. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Sorry, man. I'll move. Sorry. No, no, I'm just waiting for my food. Sorry, bud. Yeah, I'll get out of the way. Thanks, pal. Uh, holy fuck. I thought that guy was going to mug me. Um, just, the guy's just he... trying to bring in the... He's the delivery driver at Little Caesars, and I'm in his way. <laughs> oh, my god. Oh, my God. What a night. What a night. Oh, my God. Okay. I feel um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I was. So one night Emily really wanted Little Caesars, and she, uh, I took a bus to Little Caesars. I think oh. this is before we have a we had a car too, um, but there was no Little Caesars in Toronto, like in Toronto proper. So yeah, I had yeah. to take a bus to Scarborough, and Holy that was probably shit. the closest for to, Little Caesars. For Little Caesars. That's so, why she married you. Yeah, because I would take a oh bus, and I, I was I remember being on the bus with crazy bread, and then like stinking up the whole bus. I'd hit well, her with the like the meatloaf lyric. I would do anything for love, yeah. but I'm not going to Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that um, far. It was like half hour, whatever. Little Caesars is like it's fine i don't know it's, it's just fine yeah i'd rather have dominoes yeah but i'd We're also talking like, like really quick fast pizzas yeah but it's expensive domino not if you do tuesdays or whatever they're 50 percent off like they do that enough so the trick was uh this is a little bit of a hack for <laughs> you pizza you pizza people oh, life, uh what is this r slash life hack so what the hell this is a bit of an r slash life hack um what the hell, no dude? the move was in barry if you're a georgian college student oh yeah you actually get the pizza for 50 percent off but you have to have a student card and luckily my wife my wife went to georgian college as did i and was using her old student card, and it got us fifty percent off, which was a G move. Now he sees Connors all the time. Yeah, that's the hack, baby. That's Pretty the sweet. hack. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about? There was another hockey-related thing I wanted to talk about before um, we uh, shut this down. We didn't talk about Thomas getting remarried. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Thomas well, Chris wasn't there, so it didn't matter. Um, it's true, I wasn't. <laughs> and we can't talk about why I wasn't there, so let's talk about some like <laughs> potential reasons I didn't um, go. You got mugged. Uh, I got mugged. Um, I my uh, Thomas's dad is my ex. Yep. Potentially. Um. um uh, what else? You. Uh, I got uh, stuck. Yeah, I got stuck at the uh, border uh, in like, Oshawa. You're like awesome. The, power. Yeah, the, awesome. the Muskies found out you're working with the Huskies, and there's this whole East Coast West Coast drama going on that weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like hey, story. that's a good. That's a great. That's a great way. Um, <laughs> I couldn't go because I was facilitating the Kyle Clifford from the Blues to the Leafs for future considerations. Yep. <laughs> I was it. actually facilitating that trade, so I wasn't able to make it um genius yeah or or um the other thing that i was doing 
was I was I actually flew to Vancouver mm. to hire uh, or sorry to interview to be hired for the GM position because I could do a better job in about 30 seconds than Jim Benning's doing. That should be the last thing we talk about yeah, because nice. that situation is a disaster. Who wants to start? Uh, Do you say I think it's fine? No, I, I said it's funny. Oh. It, it, it's it's from ownership, 100%. Um, you think? Yeah. Like, they're the, it's the Aquilini's fault that they're in this shit. Like, they don't, like, I don't know. They could, they, all they care about is obviously, like, ownership shit. But it's just, like, I feel like they have the grubby little paws over everything. Like, it's just, like, it's all this pressure to like try to win now and they can't fully tank unless they like are doing it by accident. So then Benning is like, well, I'm not going to sign like the best free agents. So they're going to sign out like these Jay Beagles and fucking Tucker Poolman's. And yeah. And then it turns into like really bad shit. And then uh, I don't know. It's, it's all, it's, I don't know. It's a fucked up situation. That's like, I'm not the most educated on it. And I have enough like Canucks fan friends or whatever. And like, listen to enough, some like smart Canucks podcasts. Or I try to, um, yeah. that have a under- better understanding of like the whole relationship of the Aquilines to that city. And like, it's just a fucked up situation that it needs a, their dirtbag family. Um, so it's just like, it's hard to, put into uh yeah i don't know whatever we but can like, uh, we can put tony ferrari wrote a really good article on it we can put it in the uh in the show notes oh yeah yeah nice. he basically he like he walked through like basically like bending's draft history and how that's affected the canucks over the years yeah. um and so i think he does a better job of us trying to <laughs> decipher it but it, it is a, i have it it doesn't was seem it, like sorry go ahead i haven't i was just gonna say i haven't read it yet so pardon me but is it that his drafting is good because i feel like his drafting is his actually his good. strength it's the other like, stuff that he's challenged with like what the most fucked up pick is the old you love you pick and like yeah but it's whatever really, you kind though, of be- you just punted on a like a sixth overall pick but then like yeah, you still got but like he, Hughes, be- like oh no, Besser, he, he, he goes, he just he goes through like his successes and his failures and everything like that. Like it's like he he, he does wasn't have some, some smart picks, but like he's also had some misses that are just like complete. Like he's not even trying to moneyball it by going with yeah. these lower picks, right? Like it's. But he also has like fucking like impatience with players too, like Jeremy yeah. and Tyler, and like and maybe that's an ownership too of just like not willing to re-sign these skill guys because you have like to Foley walking, you have Jared McCann getting traded for Eric Branson. You have yeah. Uh, yeah. Jonathan Dallin or Dallin or whatever, just leaving. Dallin, yeah. uh, you have, and he's now playing well for the sharks. Um, yeah. You have who, who else? There's like countless of these young guys that they just traded away when I'm they were like 23, no 24. Fired. I'm surprised no one got held accountable for Tafoli just walking because a fucking email oh. forgot to get sent. Perfect. Yeah, it's it's a it's so messed up. Like it, it's so, Thank you so much. Have a good night. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's I don't know. It's so it, they've made so many little like little errors, and it's I feel like for the last five years we've been saying it's death by a thousand cuts or whatever for the Canucks, and they just keep yeah. on doing the same thing. Can yeah. I quickly say something about Yulevi though? Because I know that he gets like he's bad. Uh, the shitty kind of like what the fuck? Yulevi was like consensus in like yeah. in that spot when he was drafted. He hasn't panned out, obviously, um, but I think like he's had luck with players in like later rounds, um, which I think is important. And but so, he's also but he... like. One, Sorry, just one ahead. more thing, Thomas, is that yeah. he's fumbled trades and he's fumbled acquisitions. Like, do you remember that player who played for Vancouver, Nikita Trampkin, 88? Yeah. Like the big motherfucker on the back end? Yeah, yeah, He was supposed to come back like three times um, from the KHL to play on that team. And I think about what that team needs and a player like him would probably help them pretty significantly. 
And each time he fumbled him coming back over from the KHL. So I think it's asset management, but to your point about the Aquilinis and how they, you know, have this kind of perception maybe uh, in the fan base that they like need to win now rather than like gradually get better. You know what I mean? I, I, I think it's just, it's a, a continuous problem and ultimately you know, he's likely going to get fired, right? Like he's, he's going to get fired or Travis Green will get fired. Um, but I don't even I think just, Green will get fired because the Aquilines don't want to pay for another coach. Yeah, I know. But if they bring in a new GM or it, like, listen. They don't want to pay for people, two people though. Those let yeah. contracts run out. Didn't they do that with Tortorella though? Like they just like kind of bought him out. Yeah, they probably, they probably learned from that lesson. Or yeah, like, this I guess. Or they it have the Luong- like- they have the Luongo salary or whatever. I don't know if that's I- cap or actually like paying, but I don't know. Yeah. I feel yeah. like his his kind of last bullet is firing the coach. Um, yeah. You know how they talk about how like a GM gets a trade. Okay, yeah. well he got the trade when he got Ekman Larson and and uh, Connor Garland and that big deal for the ninth overall pick and whatever. I think that was the first bullet. I think the second bullet is going to be the coach, but. To your point, if they don't fire him, I just I don't know what they're going to be able to do. I think it's fuck. I really, I had, I had a point. Now I forget it. Um, Sorry, buddy. No, it's okay. Um, what was I going to say? I I think it's oh yeah yeah. So it is funny. Other than like the Hughes and Patterson deals, I feel like recently, and but it is funny that I feel like it's the way that. Uh, the stuff that he's fucked up at is like the stuff that he has to talk to people for like drafting is exactly. good, but, but it's because like he could literally just put a name on paper and be like, we pick this guy. We're like signing right. is you have to convince a player to sign there. You have to, sure. or you make a trade and you have to like negotiate with uh, another GM and like, maybe he's just not a people person like Jim Benning. Yeah. So like, he's just not, good at that stuff which like i can relate to because i would probably not be good at that um but also he, i'm not an NHL gm uh could be we talked about this yeah exactly um so yeah i don't know it's it's uh it's tricky i don't know um it's sorry the wall just scored and i have to make a gif um <laughs> uh yeah it's i don't know man it, it's just it's just funny that it's out, that stuff. If you're cut out to be the site manager, I think you're cut out to be a general manager, bro. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, Nuxmas Carter. You we're we're passing the uh, we're passing the puck to you, and then I got to roll because it's supper time in the Killingsworth house. About back to Benning. About anything. <laughs> about anything. It, I was gonna say I don't this have anything else you. to say about Benning. Um. Uh. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think we're uh, glad hockey's back on. Still, my nights are <laughs> back. Uh, back in front of the TV. I think that's about it. Honestly, man. Yeah. Like that's. I. I'm thankful to have a full full season again. Love it. I. Uh, I do miss that's fantastic. Canadian. I. I miss the. Uh, okay, boys. Can you hear me okay? <laughs> okay, bye. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. What's happening? You just like talked over Carter. You're like, okay, great. Okay, yeah, that's great. I agree. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It was like cutting me off. I couldn't hear anything. I'm sorry, boys. No, it's because I, I was like. I had- Dying. I, I had to move Robin's SUV into the garage and my phone paired into the uh the Bluetooth. Uh, so I could talk to you guys gold. a bit. <laughs> it wasn't going through my Bluetooth. No, I was like I was like, oh I, I really do miss the Scotiabank North division, but I was like, I was I was like, oh I missed the Scotiabank. You're like, okay, boys. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm such a dick. I didn't mean to. That's my fault. <laughs> I'm a disaster. Um, okay. Well, let's uh let's wrap it up, boys. Yeah. Yeah, short and sweet. This is yeah, this hour this and fifteen perfect. minutes will be our quick hit episode. 
Yeah. That's right. We did a couple of ranks. Yeah. We got a little points across. People get mad. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You could follow Absolutely. the podcast at Takeoff Hosers. And you could follow. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Follow Chris at uh, Big Dog 69, Little Caesars Fan. XXX. Little, little Caesars Garlic. Little, little Caesars Garlic Dip Fan 69. Yeah. Little. <laughs> Little Slutzers for 69420. Wow, bro. That's not very kind. No, and you say you couldn't you, be a community manager. Yeah. You can't even follow your own community guidelines, bro. Um, okay, let's get let's let's wrap this shit up. It's pizza time. Uh, <laughs> love you boys. Bye, love you boys. Alright, how are you on? Right.